Thank you so much for tuning into this week's Trinity Savannah podcast with pastor and host Joshua Peavy. We hope this week's podcast is a blessing to you. Find us at www.trinitysavannah.com. We look forward to seeing you soon. God bless. Hello, everybody, and welcome again to the Trinity Savannah broadcast. This is Pastor Joshua Peavy, your host and pastor of Trinity Savannah. Uh, this week, going to dive right into the scripture uh, for this week's podcast called Get Out the Boat. Uh, if you have a, a Bible, give you a second to turn there. It's Matthew chapter 13, talking about a very uh, specific passage of scripture, excuse me, Matthew 14, a uh, very memorable scripture that uh, anybody who's been, spent any time in church or in the Word of God uh, should know and be familiar with, so hopefully we can get there. Uh, Matthew chapter 14, starting verse 23, uh, and it says, After he had dismissed the crowds, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. So let me start right there for a moment uh, before I even get into this week's podcast. Just a reminder uh, of how important prayer is in the life of every believer, uh, in every disciple of Christ. Last week's podcast, we talked about uh, the word Christ-like in service, and, and it's our objective to be like Christ. Yet here we see Christ, after going away from the crowds, let's just, let's just uh, equate that to being in church, even, if you will. Christ had been ministering to the crowds, and yet here he is, the Son of God, goes up on a mountain by himself to pray. He specifically went up by himself to pray. Uh, and, 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 you know, we might do a podcast real soon on, on prayer, uh, but just a reminder today, if, if Jesus Christ found it necessary to make time specifically to be alone and pray, how much more so do we trying to be Christ-like and, and not being, uh, you know, 100% God, 100% man at the same time, how much more necessary is it for you and I as Christians to make time to, to go up uh, or be by ourselves and pray? I just think that's always a great gem to, to dive into and delve into that Jesus Christ went by himself specifically with one purpose, and that was to pray. Uh, continuing reading, when evening came, he was there alone, but the boat by this time was a long way from the land, beaten by the waves for the wind was against them, and in the fourth watch of the night he came to them walking on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, It is a ghost, and they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. And Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. You know the rest of the story. Uh, as Peter's walking on the water, he takes his eyes off the prize, that is Christ, and he begins to sink, cries out to the Lord. The Lord reaches down, catches him, and pulls him back up. But I love Peter's thought here. Lord, if it is you, because uh, Jesus already made the statement. Jesus spoke to them saying, take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. Uh, but what they're seeing is so beyond belief. God has already, I, I, here's where I want to hit on this now. Think about this. Jesus has already spoken to them. Jesus, they're, they're seeing a literal miracle before their very eyes. Here is Jesus walking on the water. And they are so blown away by what they're seeing that they can't even take Jesus's word at its value. Have you ever paused to think about that a moment? Jesus just sits and tells them, take heart. It is I do not be afraid. And they don't even, they don't accept it. <laughs> You're seeing the miracle that is this miraculous happening. Jesus walking on the water. And he says, hey, take heed. Don't worry, guys, it's me. Don't be afraid. And they can't accept it. So Peter asked him, if it is you, Lord, command me to come to you on the water. And he said, come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water. How many times in our lives have we seen God move in an area or seen God move in a situation in our lives and we still, immediately after something amazing and the miraculous happens in our lives, we'll get a word from the Lord 
uh, about some act of obedience or about some type of service or about some type of, uh, of, of, of use of us that Christ would desire to have. And our thought is, is that you, Lord? <laughs> I know I feel that way sometimes. God will do some miraculous things in your lives and immediately. You, it's just the, what he's calling and what he's showing you and what he's pulling on is, is just so large and vast and so great and so big that you can't even believe him or take him at his word. We, we go to ask him for another sign. I'll never forget one time, this happens quite often, and I think a lot of us do this, when God lays on our hearts to maybe in a public place walk up to someone and pray with them or uh, to walk up to an individual and buy them uh, something to eat or something along those lines. The first things we do, and I know this is true for me, we say, is that really God? Right? You've been there. Um, you're standing in a public place, say you're at Walmart or you're in a restaurant and the Holy Spirit lives in your heart. Go to that person, tell them I love them and you want to pray with them. And the first thing we do, well, God, how does I know, how do I know that's you? How do I know it's not my flesh? That's our question is we get, we're so worried about offending somebody and so worried about the outcome. It doesn't, doesn't even matter what type of great things God has been doing in our lives. When we, we have this calling and this thing going on, it's, we, we, we lack the discipline to take him at his word. So here Peter asked for another sign. If it's really you, tell me to come. Well, Jesus says, come on out, come see me. And then Peter steps out of the boat uh, to go to Christ. It, you know, and, and a couple of things I want us to, to understand here and, and iterate to you. Um, Peter is just like us. We, we, we look at the hall of faith and we got to understand that these great men and women of God that we read about, we almost put them as these pious figures that they themselves, they themselves are on some kind of deistic plane um, that we look up their gods, all this. No, they were human. They were man and woman, just like you and I. They were, they were flesh and bone, flesh and blood, just like you and I. And there was nothing special about them except their obedience and faith. Abraham believed and had faith. And because he believed and because of his faith, it was accounted to him as righteousness. It didn't say that Abraham was righteous. We, we don't read that Abraham was righteous in, in Hebrews 11. We read that Abraham believed, and because he believed, it was his faith that was accounted to him as righteousness. And so they struggle like we struggle, and I feel like sometimes we, we, we limit God because we view our inabilities or our, our unworthiness uh, or our failures or faults and why God can't use us. We forget that we serve a God who, who loved us warts and all, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He sent his son to die for us, and he desires to use us here and now, regardless of what you've gone through or what you've done, when God is moving in your life and God speaks, that should be enough. But even Peter sitting here who's been traveling with Jesus, it's not enough for him. Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come out here to you. Um, and so sometimes I don't want us to be too hard on ourselves because we'll do that. Well, I need some more proof. I need some, I need some answers, God. And, and so we, we force God to try to, you know, uh, fit in our box and, and give us some more surety to the situation. We, we need further proof, if you will. And so Peter asked for that. God, if it's you, Tell me to come. Now, here's where Peter and, and we sometimes will separate. Jesus spoke to him again, said, come. Peter got up immediately, got out of the boat, and began to walk on the water. If we're not careful, we will let fear and doubt and uh, thoughts of public opinion and the court of public opinion and political correctness, we will even then, if we're not careful sometimes, allow the enemy and allow ourselves to to talk us out of what God is trying to do, which are oftentimes miraculous, huge spiritual things in our lives. And so here Jesus says, come, it's me, come on. And Peter decides, okay, this is him. I've seen him. He said it's him and he's told me to come. I'm going to see. I'm going to, I'm going to test out what God's telling me to do. 
and he gets out and begins to walk on the water. You know what, guys? If we don't respond to God's call, how many times have we missed our water walking moments? How many times have we missed the chance to get out of our boat and, and just to be stood up and held up by the hand of God, even though Peter fell, and sometimes we're going to fall on our faces, even in God, even in God ordained and God inspired situations, we're humans and sometimes we fail and fall. The great news is that by faith we know, and even by experience, and by this even passage of scripture, that when we fall, even if we fall, as long as we're doing the things God's called us to do, God will be there to pick us up. Listen, Peter didn't get out of the boat and say, you know what? That's you, Lord. I'm going to make my decision, and it's my decision. I'm going to get out here, and I'm going to walk on the water like you did. No, 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 no. Jesus told him, come. Now, Peter left a prayer. If it's you, tell me. To come. But Jesus gave the word, come. If Jesus or if the Spirit gives the word, we've got to be willing to go. But if we're not careful that, you know, the boat may be rocky. You know, they were being tossed to and fro, but they were still in a boat. And sometimes God's trying to get us out of our situation and and even though we're still being tossed and fro, we might be on rocky, you know, rocky, shaky ground, but we're, at least we're still in a boat in our minds, figuratively speaking. And Lord, you're calling me out into places I've never been. You're calling me out into the unknown. You're calling me out to things that don't make sense. You're calling me out to walk on the water with you. That's not possible. I can't do it. But the whole point then is we've taken our eyes off Jesus like Peter, and that's why we fall. That's why we fail. That's why we don't ever get out of the boat to begin with, is we stop looking at this amazing God. And we've got to stop looking at circumstances, situations. We've got to stop looking in the mirror because it's not about us. It's about him. Casting Crowns had one of the greatest Christian songs of all time, Who Am I? Um, it's not because of, of, of what I've done, but because of what you are. Not because of what I've, who I am, but because of what you've done. It, our faith is not about us. It's not about what, what we've done or who we are. Our faith is about who he is and what he did. And, and, and that security and that, that trust, that relationship comes from the wellspring that is Christ. And so I'm challenging you today. I'm not going to keep you too much longer on the podcast. I appreciate every one of you joining, joining and tuning in for this. Ask you to share it. Take a moment after this is over. Share it. Uh, tag some friends. Spread it. We want to be encouraging people's lives and, and challenge you to get out of the boat. What, are you, what have you been asking God about in your life lately? What are some areas of need? What are some areas of ministry that you felt led to, but you're just waiting on another word? Somebody, I feel this right now in my spirit. Somebody listen to this is just, I've been waiting. I'm waiting on God to call me. Well, if you see the need, could that not be the calling itself? You know, if God's calling you, pulling you there, walk, get out of the boat, get out of the comfortable, get out of what the known is. Yeah, you might be protected and you might be okay, but as long as you stay in the boat, you will never, ever experience the thrill and the miraculous sign of walking on the water. So I challenge you today, get out the boat, throw the oars aside. You see Jesus, he's calling, you know it's him, you've heard his voice. Get out the boat, fix your eyes on the Christ, walk toward him, and let him lead you and guide you every day of your life, every step that you take, every breath that you take, every minute every of every day. Totally rely on God. Let God call you, use you. I know he wants to use you, and I, I'm challenging myself. Hey, I speak to myself on this. We've got to get out of the boat when God is calling. He's walking on the water. He's waiting on you and me. Don't limit this limitless God. Answer the call. Get out of the boat and see what the Lord has in store. For you, I promise you, it's going to be amazing. And and again, this is Pastor Joshua Peavy, host 
of Trinity Savannah Podcast, pastor of Trinity Savannah. Check us out at www.trinitysavannah.com. We are located on uh, 2202 U.S. Highway 80 in Garden City, uh, 31408. Look forward to seeing you sometime in our church and, and one of our ministries. Everything's available online, our service times, address again, all of that. So hope you guys have a great rest of the week. Get out of the boat, walk on the water, let God do the wonderful things he wants to do for your life. Thanks again. God bless you. Have a great week. Again, thank you so much for listening to this week's Trinity Savannah podcast. Contact us at www.trinitysavannah.com for more information. God bless you. We hope to see you soon at Trinity Savannah.